dear brothers and sisters. He gave me an unexpected joy to be with you today for the celebration of this Eucharist in this college dedicated to St. Thomas Aquinas. As you know, I've been spending almost five years in this great country as the representative of the Holy Father. And I heard many, many times to speak about your college. And of course, I was uh, waiting for the occasion to come to see this great institution who is very well known in all the country and beyond. And today, by chance, for my visit in California to some friends, especially to the Bishop Van in Orange, and also to the monastery of the Premonstratenses, uh, we say in Italy, in Italy we say in, uh, in Latin, to the Norbert, Norbertine Fathers, being their own guest, that gave me the opportunity to stay with you and to be with you for this celebration. You call that a chapel, but this really is almost a basilica. It's really a wonderful church who is also inspiring for the style so beautiful of many basilicas that you can see more with the Italian style in Italy, from where I'm coming from, and also for this altar who is recalling me, the St. Peter Baldacchino. I know that you are being given here, you are receiving, you are taking part of your formation on the educational formation in something which really selected, personal, and in some way unique in the United States and, more, and maybe also in many countries of, of the world. So that is making me make a, a link to the first reading when you know, the, the people of Israel is asking for a king to the prophet Samuel. It seems in our days that to desire to have a leader who is able to give you, to be a guide for your life or your country is quite a normal thing. But the meaning here is quite different because the people of Israel was a selected people with a unique mission to prepare the coming of the Savior, what we have celebrated just a few days before, a few days ago. So they have a king. They were expecting a king. Prophets were given to them to lead anybody who was oriented to respect the real king. But here they are asking for a king. Why they are asking for a king? Because in some way they were starting to think that they were uh, designed to have something similar to the other people. They were like the other people. 
They were the selected people. So in making me to think that in some way any kind of privilege we received, any kind of particular vocation we have and, and gift we receive, like you in this uh, college for this education that uh, is unique, is also giving to you a particular mission and responsibility. We have already a king, the king of kings. Always, as St. Ambrose was saying, I have a Lord and it's a good one. I'm not looking for another. And this Lord is present in our life, in our souls, and is, is the teacher every day that we may listen through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So this is something that should be always alive and present every day, every morning when we start a new day. We have a Lord, a good one. Let us follow him. From the second reading, I will tell you just what I believe in some way is the experience of every priest. I remember when I, uh, as a, a young priest, I was, I had been asked to, uh, to go to confess. And that was in, uh, in fact, on the cathedral of Pavia. Pavia is a small town uh, on the southwest of Milan, but it's an, it's an old town because it's one of the first universities that was created in Europe together with, the, with Bologna, together also, of course, with the Pontifical University in Rome and Paris and so on and so on. But the experience of the first confession for a priest. I remember that first, before giving the first absolution, I was almost uh, blocked and paralyzed, looking in my hands, what I have been asked to do. Because was giving an absolution is a miracle. And the one who's, each one of us, when we are receiving the absolution in the confession, receive the most powerful miracle that we may receive, the miracle of mercy from the Lord. For that in this gospel in which you know, for the so evident way Jesus is asking the scribes and Pharisees what is some way more difficult to forgive a sin or to make, to ask this paralyzed to stand up and walk. Receive the absolution from the Lord is a grace that is invisible to the other. But it's very strong experience for each one of us when we know that the, the mercy of God is so powerful that he's able to renew us in a new creature. Like when, uh, 
making the administration of the baptism, looking to a baby, we can see and almost touch the innocence of a baby, the new creature that has received the grace of God and uh, like a new creation has been made. So did that happen also when you receive the absolution from sins from the Lord? The priest is acting on the name of the Lord. So two things I want to tell you. The great gift you have received to be called to receive this education is so extraordinary in this institution and also in which you may experience the grace of God to receive any time a new gift to be a new creature, to be the followers, so to accomplish your mission and to recognize all the time that we just have one Lord, the good one, the most good one, to be in love with Jesus, to be able to follow him as close as possible, trying to find moments of silence in our life in which we may listen the voice of the Spirit so they may orient it all the time your life to him. May God bless you all.